In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Brothers and sisters, the gospel that we read today about the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ begins with the names of the two most powerful people in the world at the time. And it shows their action, what they were trying to do. They were trying to do what Luke mentions, an enrollment where they would gain control over the people, where they would try to tax the people. They would try to show the people that they were in charge. That's what the gospel begins with. And then, as we continue reading the gospel, we see a new character who's coming into the world, who, unlike those men, is born in a stable and laid in a manger. And yet that little baby is infinitely more powerful than those men. Those men thought that they were in charge. They thought that they were getting control over the world, but little did they know that in the small town of Bethlehem, a baby was being born in poverty and in humility, and he was more powerful than them. He was actually in control of everything at the time. And it didn't seem that way, but that's how it was. And sometimes it doesn't seem that way to us. Sometimes to us in our lives, we may look at this world, we may look at those that are in power, we may look at the problems in this world, we may look at the people that try to gain control, and we may lose faith, we may lose hope, because what we see with our eyes is not always the most powerful thing. When God wants to reveal Himself, just like He did, He revealed Himself as a humble, poor baby. It's because unlike those men that were in charge, God does not want to force us to love Him. Because you can't force anybody to love. Love requires a choice. Love is an act of the will, where you choose to make an act of sacrifice for the other person. That's what love is. And so instead of forcing us, although He's the most powerful being, He is the creator of all, God does not force, instead of doing that, he humbles himself so much because he doesn't want us to be scared looking at him. He wants us to see love itself. And that is indeed what and who God is. That's what the Bible tells us, that God is love. And the story of Christmas, the story of baby Jesus, reveals to us who God is. And actually the first act that Jesus did, or we could say the first act that God to him, showed the ultimate humility that God has. Just imagine, God Himself is making His, His entrance into this world for His plan of salvation. He is coming into this world. The first thing that God does as a human being, or the first thing that is done to Him, is that He is wrapped in swaddling cloths. And this actually is mentioned twice in the Gospel of Luke. And the angel Himself mentions it to the shepherds. Very specifically, he was wrapped in swaddling cloths. This will be a sign for you, not a king in a huge castle. No, when he told the shepherds a sign about who the Savior is and how you will know it's a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths. And so I want us to look at that image because it's the first thing that God did on this earth, being wrapped in swaddling cloths. What can we learn from the humility of baby Jesus? Well, what does it mean to be wrapped in swaddling cloths? All of you who have had babies know what that means. When the baby is born and you have to wrap the baby because their limbs are very weak. 
And so the wrapping is done as a protection for the baby so that the baby can be healthy, so that the baby can grow. Although it may seem like it is something that will limit the baby, it's actually for the baby's protection. And the Lord humbles himself, he emptied himself. That's what St. Paul said. And he took the form of a human being, although he didn't have to, but he did that. He accepted that for our sake. And the Lord invites us to also do the same thing. The Lord invites us to accept the love and the care from God our Father. He invites us to know that like He is a son of God, we are also called to be children of God. And actually all of us, at least all of us who have been baptized, are children of God. And we have to remember that in everything that we do. The moment of our baptism, our soul changed for all eternity. We became welcomed into the family of God. God does not want to force us like a dictator or like a tyrant. He wants to be a father to us. And He shows us that in the coming of His Son, Jesus Christ, on this earth. And Jesus wants us to also accept the loving care from God our Father. And He wants us to be wrapped and protected by the mother that He gives us as well. We don't only have God as our Father, but we also have the church as our mother. And the church, while it can seem like maybe the church gives a lot of rules, which by the way are only the rules that are given by Jesus Christ, by God Himself, our Creator. The church explains and teaches us like a mother, and the church protects us. And it's not meant to limit us, it's meant to protect us so that we can grow. And so to have faith in the church as our mother means that we understand that the church is given to us by the Holy Spirit and that God wants us to be incorporated as members of His family. But the church is not only there as an institution, the church is also personified in a real person who the Lord gave us to be our mother. The first act that our Lord did is that He was wrapped in swaddling cloths, but it was by a specific person. It was by Mary, His mother, whom He calls and He invites us to accept her to be our mother as well. And we need her as our mother. Jesus would not have given her to us on the cross if He did not want us to have her as our mother in the spiritual battle. We face a lot of temptation, we face a lot of hardships, especially nowadays we see wars in this world, we see division among not only the nations but among our families. What does the Lord want us to do? He wants us to humble ourselves and to learn from His example. And He wants us to be cared for, to allow ourselves to be cared for by the mother that He gives us, who is the church personified by Mother Mary, especially in these times of struggle in this world. A couple weeks ago, Pope Francis, he was giving his speech on the day that we celebrate the Immaculate Conception of our mother when we remember that Mary was conceived without original sin. And he was in tears when he was standing at a, uh, at a statue of Our Lady, asking her to pray for us and for the whole world. And I want to close by reading to you what our Pope said about our mother and about how we can learn from him about how to accept her, about being like our Lord Jesus Christ, accepting Mary as our mother so that we receive the help from her in the spiritual battle. He says, today, faced with all of this, 
we have good news. Mary, the only human being in history without sin, is with us in the battle. She is our sister and above all, our mother. And we who struggle to choose good can entrust ourselves to her. By entrusting ourselves, consecrating ourselves to Mary, we say to her, take me by the hand, mother, guide me. With you, I will have more strength in the battle against evil. With you, I will rediscover my original beauty. Let us entrust ourselves to Mary today. Let us entrust ourselves to Mary every day, repeating to her, Mary, I entrust my life to you. I entrust my family, my work. I entrust my heart and my struggles. I consecrate myself to you. May Mary Immaculate help us to safeguard our beauty from evil. And may the joy and the peace of the newborn Savior Jesus Christ be with you all forever. Amen.